So guys, welcome back to another episode, or should I say, the show of the I Go Joker podcast. And this will be the first, my first episode, my first show podcast of tooth of the year, of the year two thousand twenty-one. Just a little bit. So happy new year, guys! And now it's the just the early hours, of the fifth of January two thousand twenty-one. Um. Should I say Merry Christmas? No, don't need for that. Uh, Christmas is long, long, long gone. So, um, the, I will say that when, when, and this is something that was sort of brought up on social media, on especially on, especially on Instagram. Uh, when you say 2021, when you say 2021, it's almost like saying the year 2021. And uh, are people saying as a joke or something? Uh, I don't know, but I think the point people are trying to make is that it was a horrible year and that um coming out the end of it's like the year the year one with all the lockdowns and the just the mess that's created around the world with the um COVID nineteen um COVID nineteen virus. So just my mic a little bit. Uh, hopefully that's a lot better. So uh yeah so look guys um just um getting back on track I hope everybody did have a good holiday did have a good Christmas um my last podcast I uploaded uh, I think around that the Christmas Eve Christmas Day I think it hit spot the spot of our server on uh, the 25th of December that's what I say when I log on to the app but on, on YouTube it, it was uploaded on the 24th of December but um not that it means anything but. That's when I uploaded my last podcast, and uh, you know I hope that um, everyone did have a good Christmas and did have a good holiday um, here in the UK. Um, well, we just made the best of it, best we could, uh, because we were in a lockdown just more or less just at the last minute, or just five days before Christmas Day. Our Prime Minister announced that we we're going into a tier four, which is more or less here by our by our own standards here in the UK is more or less a national lockdown. If you think about it, if you're here in the UK, you'll understand. Um, so yeah, a lot of family members couldn't be with their loved ones on that special day of the year, the 25th of December, um, just to see them after such a long time, because many people were were isolating them or quarantining for those in the US, which is much more American, much more American term. They had to be self-isolating at home and they couldn't um, see their loved ones. My brother, my younger brother, he couldn't come back to the UK from his university abroad where he's studying uh, medicine. Uh, so he um, had to unfortunately uh, spend Christmas by himself and we had to well I spent Christmas here with my mum so for me it wasn't that bad for for him it was uh, pretty bleak Uh, that was really because where he was um, they had stopped flights between the UK and the um, where where he was I'm just going to kind of say not sounding stupid He's in Bulgaria studying medicine, and uh, the Bulgarian government they um, stopped, suspended all flights coming in and out of um, Bulgaria, going to coming to him from the UK. So that's the reason why he um, couldn't be with us and be with his family on Christmas Day. That's the point. But that's the point. But um, yeah, that was the last year, 2020. Let's hope and pray that 2021 be far, far better than 2020. Although this vaccine being released now and a new strain of virus being found here in the UK and South Africa and elsewhere in the world, you know, I was saying to my friends and wishing, wishing each other a happy new year. Um, 2021 is going to be a very, very, very interesting year. You know, that film that we were living in, uh, quoted by Joe Rogan and some other 
and people who say what they like. In fact, I um, myself, I'm going to be saying. <laughs> saying more of what I like and uh, more of what comes to my mind speaking my mind a lot more my podcast um you know we are living in as he said in a fucking movie that fucking movie is just getting weirder and weirder and weirder but you know um yeah you know um, this year 2021 I've got a feeling that's going to be a very very interesting year that vaccine that they've released um they haven't really tested it um properly and it's almost like they've rushed the whole thing and you know, uh, many people, including myself. Uh, well, I'm not going to give too much away, but many people I know are apprehensive about apprehensive about taking that vaccine, and regardless of um, you know your age or social class or whatever. You know, many people still aren't um, on board with the whole vaccination thing. But anyway, uh, diving into uh, my third podcast and my first podcast of the year 2021. Um, I'm going to talk about Jake. Uh, first, we'll start my the the uh, my third episode talking about Jake Paul. Um, now recently, um, over the Christmas holidays, uh, over the the holiday season, Jake Paul's been calling out and insulting a lot of uh, a lot, a, you know, plenty of prominent members of the mixed martial arts community, including Dana White, um, who um, is the head. Not so much. I don't think he's a head uh, so much anymore, but he owns he now owns a big share a big stake in the UFC and in the uh, UFC fighting organization and um, still I think he is one of the members of the company that he basically has a final say on who's fighting who's which athlete's going to be fighting in the company and which fight's going to go ahead and which fight's not going to go ahead so, so I write so many things down because you know, even though um between um over the two to three weeks of um the holiday season, still a lot of things were happening in the mixed martial arts community. You know, uh, even though even though no fights were happening, so a lot a lot of things were happening. So Jake Paul, I did talk about him in my last podcast, and he's been calling out and insulting a lot of MMA athletes. Um, he's insulted in white. Um, now. He's called out Ben Askren, and he's not necessarily insulting him, as far as I can see, as far as I can tell. Um, if there is a video or evidence of Jake Paul insulting Ben Askren, then fine. I haven't seen it yet uh, before making this um, podcast. But Ben Askren did make a video saying he accepts, um, uh, um, um, he accepts Jake Paul's um, offer to fight him. Now, um, some. Other podcasters, other people who are um, mixed martial arts uh, fighters, veterans themselves, they have on podcasts and shows. Um, like Michael Beeson, Josh, Ch- Josh Thompson, and uh, John McCarthy, who is much more of a referee than a fighter. Um, he said that Jake Paul is being smart. He's called out these um, certain names. Um, just even though he may not win the fight, and Ben, ben Askren is a good example of this. Even though he may not win the fight. Um, so it's a big money fight so I mean let me correct in the comment section if you're watching this on YouTube um, correct me if I'm wrong but uh, even though a fighter loses the fight I think they still get paid a significant amount of money of course it may not be as good as what the successor as the fight the winning fighter um, it may not be as much as what they get but I think they still get a significant chunk of it and you know, even if they lose their fight, they don't look good in that sort of scenario. I think they do kind of like gain a name for themselves. People kind of okay, we kind of know who you are um, because you did this against this person, and the other person that beat you was you know a really really big person. But now you kind of like 
how do I say this without sounding stupid? But you're kind of like a somebody, you know. You're kind of like in the books of people who um, the superstar, the megastar defeated. So we kind of, even though you're not really a champion or winner in our eyes, we we know who you are. You're not necessarily a nobody in this in this community um, anymore, you know. Um, so yeah, and I think um, Ben Askren and Michael Beesping's someone else who I think recently on one of his um, one of his videos of the podcast he does with some other guy. Um, no, so not not offending you, but I just I can't remember his name. But he himself he does um, he did say that accepts the um, an, an offer um, to fight Jake Paul. Now there's something uh, I was going to talk about Ben Askren, but it briefly slipped my mind for just a second um, ago. And there's something I talked about with uh, my friend Charlie. And um, some other people who confirmed it, Ben As- uh, not Ben Askren, but Michael Beesping, Beesping was one of them. Uh, ben Askren may be a very good grappler, a very good wrestler, but Ben Askren's striking is really, really, um, really But I think um, there was a video on YouTube that I was watching, and the narrator, I, I can't remember which channel it was, but the narrator um, said that I think Ben Askren was known to be the worst striker in the UFC, in the UFC history. So um, I think, uh, and Ben Askren said this in his video, that um, it's kind of funny and amazing that Jake Paul has deluded himself so far to the extent that he thinks that he's um, a proper world-class mixed martial arts or or combat sports um, performer. Something like that is what he said. Um, That's, um, okay, fine. And this was confirmed by other people. The um, Like Charlie, that I just mentioned, he said that... um, Jake Paul may beat him when it comes to the striking, when it comes to the wrestling and the grappling. He's got no chance at all. That Ben Askren is known for um having really, really um bad punches and bad jabs, bad striking. Just let me just <laughs> cut it short. They were sounding too, too stupid, but too stupid. But um, Ben Askren's uh, Ben Askren's striking, I think, is a weakness that Jake Paul potentially can capitalize on and beat him in the fight. Okay. And yeah, just uh, to top, uh, just to kind of round off this point, um, it's kind of how do I say this? Um, because I get worked, I get kind of worked up and hyped about it, and then people do correct me that if there's any fight that Jake Paul's going to be involved in, or even his brother Logan Paul's going to be involved in, it'll be an exhibition fight. It will not be a proper... Um, what's the word? If, if there's anything I get wrong, please, guys, if you're watching this on YouTube, please correct me in the comment section below. But um, if it was going to be a proper fight, as in a fight that would have a, a, a fight card, then... Um, then it'll be something... How do I say? It'll be something to be taken seriously, but... It's not one of those fights. I mean, um, Dana White said this on um, Jake Paul's brother's podcast, The Impulsive Show, um, where I was talking with Logan Paul and the other... <laughs> not, you know, I'm going to insult them, I'm going to insult them. The other um, YouTube clowns that just laugh at dumb jokes and stupid things. Um, excuse me. Um, Dana White said none of these guys um, can um, can actually fight. No, sorry, that wasn't no, that wasn't um the impulsive show. That was actually um 
Mike Tyson that's actually on that show. Dana Wells actually on another podcast. I can't remember it, but I saw it on YouTube. Um, and he was just saying um, basically not to pay too much attention to this kid, just a YouTube clown, an internet clown. He can't fight. He's calling out all these people and insulting them. Um, people have kind of kind of worked out and sussed out what he's all about. He's trying to um, get the big money fights. You know, he's insulting Conor McGregor and Conor McGregor's wife, calling Conor McGregor's wife a, a four in terms of her appearance and looks. Um, you know, Conor McGregor's probably um, piles beasting up old men. But, um, yeah, I don't know why I just said, basically, um, this is a guy that can't fight. And, um, basically, he's kind of like trying to start a market for people who want to see all these internet and YouTube clowns who can't fight. Basically, if, you know, if people are dumb enough to waste their money to actually watch people like that um, fight, then go ahead. Um, but, you know... In all of what he said, I have to say that even though he was one of the people that um, Jake Paul insulted, and what did Jake Paul call him? I think he called him. I write this down somewhere. I can't remember what it was, but I think Jake Paul called Jake Paul called Dana White a bitch, basically. And um, you know, I would have thought that um, Dana White would have said that. Oh well, if you're going to insult me, you're clearly not going to come and fight my organization. But Dana White surprisingly had, didn't never said anything like that. I, th- I mean, if I was Dana White, and despite all the money I have, and all the wealth I have, and all the influence I have in the sport, that the popularity even now is still growing because people do enjoy, do enjoy watching that sort of violence. They do, they find it entertaining. Um, if that was me personally, I would have said, "Well, no, you're not going to find my organization." Even th- even though when it comes to mixed martial arts, it's like the biggest um, organization that promotes the sport on earth you know you're not going to fight in my um in my organization or, or you know because you insulted me disrespected me more or less you know so um i would have said no but dana white he didn't even hint of um refusing to let jake paul um, f- um fight in, in his um in the ufc and something else that jake paul brought up was basically the um was it? What did he say? What the pay-per-views? And I wrote this down to some. I wrote so much shit down. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, Paul, Paul called um Dana White a bald bitch, and <laughs> okay, yeah, the pay-per-views I was talking about. I said that the pay-per-views for his fight that he had with Mark Tyson sold 1.8 million. And um, he said that's even much, much higher than the UFC's biggest and highest selling pay-per-view for the year 2020. And we well, didn't confirm whether it was the year 2020, but he said the highest pay-per-views that the, uh, that the UFC had was $1.3 million, which, um, okay, it's not too far from $1.8 million, if you can, if you agree with me. But, um, you know, still the pay-per-views that he had with uh, Mike Tyson for that event was $1.8 million. And so, um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, personally, um, for me, again, like I said in my last podcast towards the end, Jake Paul and even his brother, they're just YouTube clowns. They're just internet clowns. And, you know, they're probably just looking for something, another avenue to get famous and to make some shit, make a lot of money quick, you know, that sort of thing. I'm surprised that Conor McGregor, um, who, yeah, one of the, the biggest and one of the, um, the best mixed martial arts um, fighters of all time, despite what you may think of him, how he talks and he carries himself and also probably gets himself into, he hasn't responded. He didn't respond. So I think 
the only sort of response I saw on um, that they said on YouTube that he responded to was um, I think one of his fans was badly attacked by a dog and he said uh, basically you know um, sorry about that I'm trying to feel too not trying to feel too down and you um, uh, just kind of getting over that sort of um, bad experience that happened to you is, was even one of the reasons why I got back into the gym and started training preparing for my next fight now you're my inspiration but I have not seen or heard anywhere whereby Conor McGregor has responded to any of Jake Paul's insults about himself or even his wife. So, well, I don't know what's happening behind the scenes because, you know, you don't. not everybody posts what happens in their personal life on social media. So maybe some, something is happening and I, I just haven't heard about it, you know, so far before I've made this podcast. Okay, so something else I want to cover is the Paige Van Sant, um what I call an incident or story, but um, she's still going to make her debut in the um, BKFC Bare Knuckle um, Fighting um, Championship, if that's what they call it. If I uh, made a mistake, please, guys, again, correct me in the the comment section if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, now, I remember... <sighs> relax, relax. Now, I remember um, sometime last year, um, it was just towards the tail end of the summer season, around August, September... Um, it was uh, she did make it public that I think um, she was leaving the UFC either her contracts had expired or maybe they weren't going to renew her contracts uh, this is on another podcast by um, Josh Thompson and John McCarthy I was, I was like a snippet that was taken from taken from it but um, Josh Thompson was saying something along the lines of um, this is a business not a charity case um, you know, you keep it professional, uh, once the contract's up, it's up, there's no reason for us to keep you, I think, we agree you work for us for this certain number of time, between this time and that time, you fight these number of fights for us, um, you know, once the contract's finished, it's finished, unfortunately, we part up ways, we go separate ways, if we're going to, if we're going to renew the contracts, and we, we renew the contracts, that's fine, and, um, yeah, um, she did make it that she did make it public that she was going to be leaving the UFC. Excuse me, my back is killing me. That she was going to be leaving the UFC and she would be moving to uh, bare knuckle uh, fight BKFC bare knuckle FC. Uh, the F and the C. I'm not sure what that stands for. So again, guys, please correct me in the comment section below if you know uh, what that is. Again, I'm learning about the uh, about mixed martial arts all the time, but. At the time, a lot of people, I think including her husband, of course, they're married, so he can't exactly tell. Not Well, not that because he's married, but no one can really tell her what to do because she is um, her own independent entity and she has her own mind. Uh, but many people were against her um, moving to an organization like, um, Bare, like Bare Knuckle um, FC. And um, I was wondering, but why is that? What? what's uh so bad about that organization that she she shouldn't move and it's only when i did a podcast with uh my first um my first kickboxing coach who we had a bit of a falling out um falling out over the podcasting thing but it was in that first podcast i did with him that i learned that actually what happens in the organization is in the title bare knuckle fighting you know, you don't have any mitts or gloves. You just use your bare, raw fists um, to fight. So many people are saying that, well, you know, this is a really, really, you know, um, big mistake for her 
big mistake for her career and um up until that point until i find until the point that i finally understood and what happens in the in the in the organization bare knuckle fc i was all for her going but then i I was kind of I kind of learned but a bit more of what's happening in the organization and now I understood why people were so against um, a girl like her because she's a good looking girl very pretty but at the same time you know she not just that she's a good looking girl on the outside but she has a very nice personality very humble um very humble down to earth girl you know uh, many people are against her going that an organization like that is she really going to fit in I mean um, the injuries are far worse, and I wrote down here in the script that if they don't use uh, mitts or any sort of protection when they're fighting, though I understand it's it is a fight, it's combat sport, so you can't expect too much protection when you're fighting uh, or when you're performing in the cage there. But that's like the equivalent to a street fight because there's no, um, with, with the exception that you're going to be fighting in the cage in, a, I say street fight, but you're going to be fighting in the cage in in a controlled environment but I say street fight because there's no mist no gloves and protection for your hands so of course the injuries like say for your hands it's going to be it's going to be far far worse now she just towards the end of last year I think in October it was um, she was on a podcast called the oh my god I can't remember what it was I wrote down here somewhere but she was on a podcast whereby she was kind of explaining the reasons to why she made the move to uh, Bare Knuckle FC um, so on leaving the UFC she had a lot of opportunities coming her way a, a lot of other organisations um, were sending offers her way sending opportunities her way uh, Bellator was one of them One Championship was one of them and uh, Bare Knuckle was one of them and I think she said that what appealed to her the most wasn't necessarily the money but it was it was the organisation I think there must be something um, they said or did uh, something that they offered to her that she likes and uh, maybe it was something that the other organizations probably weren't prepared to offer her but uh, you know that that was the main reason why she moved to um bare knuckle um to bare knuckle fc and in the same podcast um she was talking with her coach and the guy that hosts the podcast i think um god yeah one of the other reasons why she um was making the changes i think when she was at the ufc she said that at when she was fighting or coach or, or training sparring um she always had the tendency of injuring her arm and it was the reason as to no reason but it did affect her striking ability when she was um training sparring and performing when she was competing so i think um she wants to maybe try something else and bare knuckle probably um did it for her but um it'll be interesting to see what the um what her um first match in the organization is like um, because when I was told that this this organization doesn't allow any sort of mitts or boxing gloves, it's just your bare fist, your, your bare raw fist um, they used to fight, as well as just um, the other things they allow in in the um, in the organization. I was really taken aback, and uh, I was thinking, is someone you know, a beautiful, pretty um, young lady like herself, is she really going to fit into that sort of organization? But let's wait and see what happens. You know. Um, Again, when she was making the move, I was all for it. Um, e- even after learning um, what um, what the other organi- organization was about, I um, now it's more or less like 
all the best to her you know i hope she does well because she's she's an article and um she in the past she was bullied a lot she suffered a lot to um she suffered a lot. it's one of the reasons why she got into to, into combat sports and some mixed martial arts so um i'm happy for her but it'll be interesting to see um how that fight how her debut fight pans out and what happens right so now god i'll get a proper chat to these podcasts this, even though it's my couch is killing my back sorry guys so recently and this is um um recently my friend charlie sent me this um story on, on instagram and i saw i checked out the stories from mike perry and in the video um basically it's a short story on instagram and it shows uh, mike priest he's lying on the floor he's filming himself and he's lying in a puddle of of what looks to be looks like his own blood and i think at some point in, in the video he kind of shows his leg I, i'm not sure which part of the body it is that he got injured where he was injured but i think he shows his ankle and uh it looks like it's um looks looks like it's injured but at the same time he also excuse me he um also shows uh some broken glass a window that has its glass broken and then in the next um i, I think some people did think it was a hoax or a joke um but the person who um, uploaded the video to there were some people who uploaded it to youtube and was part of the daily uh, mixed martial arts uh, news of what's going on in mma and in the combat sports world um they uploaded it to youtube and they said that initials thought that this is just a hoax it was a joke but later on i think uh, mike perry um uploaded another video of himself in hospital where he was actually receiving treatment um on wherever the injury was and um when i saw i was like i for a second i was like sh- in shock thinking god what the hell has happened here but um you know no one else was around and uh, when he was lying there on that floor in that corridor by that broken a window in a, a puddle of his own what looks what looks like his own blood no one else was there no one else was around and um I, for a second i thought well what's he going himself into now because this looks pretty serious and what really got to me is that this guy's about to be a father he's about to be a dad no his um his girlfriend or his his fiance, she's pregnant with his first child, their first child. So I would have thought that really he would have, you know, after missing weight at, at UFC, what was it at the? Excuse me, sorry guys, at UFC is it two UFC? No, no, no. I wrote this down. I wrote this down. <sighs> okay, I miss it, but after missing weight at um. I think at his last fight um, and the incident he had at the restaurant um, sometime in the middle of or earlier uh, in the early stages stages, of, in the early stages of 2020 in the early stages of last year you would have thought that really now he's um, going to have a big responsibility coming his way um, you would have thought that he's really cleaned up his acts and really straightened, straightened himself out you know but um, there are still some issues that are that he's going through again i don't know what happened in that video what happened in that incident was someone there and was it just after the fire had happened you know, again he's not said anything about that but um 
you know, on Twitter he posted some um, really angry statements um, saying to his fans, um, I'm not free, I don't have time, I don't want to talk, don't care what you have to say, I'm not taking a picture, don't ask how I'm doing, please leave me alone, unless you want to give me money, then just give it to me and then he can ask a question. And he went on further to say, you're rude as fuck, I'm just a messenger and you think you deserve something for watching fights or you think you know how a fighter should act when you you never steps in the ring. Just remember, none of you would talk that shit man talk that shit man to man. Your place is on Twitter. I'm done talking, the public has been warned. So, you know, gauging from that, um probably in private a lot of people have been saying a lot of things and sending him DMs on Instagram, on Facebook probably leaving nasty comments on his pictures on instagram stuff like that and it's really getting to him but again where this incident's concerned i you know i just don't know no one knows what was really happened only he knows and if anyone else was involved they know but um, me personally i do hope that if he does sort himself out and he does straighten things up because he's about to become a father soon and um it wouldn't be fair on his child if he's you know if um things are still if he's still misbehaving, if all this rubbish and you know crap is happening in his life while he has a big responsibility. Okay, um, yeah, okay. Now I see what I wrote down. Yeah, he missed weight at UFC two fifty five, and in leading up to that fight, I have to say that he did post pictures on social media on Instagram whereby he is clearly stuffing his face uh, with drunk food and all sorts of crap, and so obviously that's not going to help him make weight. So, uh, last thing I'm going to talk about really is Israel Desanya versus Jan, this is a Polish name, Jan, I hope I pronounced it correctly. If I don't, guys who are watching this on YouTube, please correct me in the comments section. Jan Blachowicz. Jan Blachowicz. Um, now, that fight is going to take place at UFC 259, and I think because of this fight, um, Israel Desanya is going to move up um, a few steps up into the light heavyweight division. Um, so um, yeah, um, it'll be an interesting fight to see. Um, even though um, Israel's gonna add some weight on to um, um, get to um, be classed as part of that division. Um, overall, he still has um an athletic physique and um he has a agile sort of um physique about him. Um, so one of the fights are. One of the fighters who um, she's a straight, she's a former straight champion, and she's a close friend of the um, of Adesanya's opponent. Her name's Joanna. God, I love her name's Joanna Jed Redchick. Jed Redchick. God, I can't pronounce her name again, guys. If I made it wrong, correct in the comment section on YouTube. Now she's a good friend of Jan, but I think she was being very honest. With her, but when she said that Israel has. Despite um, Jan having more size and uh, more power, he's stronger. I think Israel will have the advantage because he's going to be much more agile, much more quick, and he'll be able to move um, quickly um, on his feet. Probably won't get too tired as Jan because he's carrying a, a lot of power, and that potentially can, will slow him down. Now she said she points out that um, it, Israel will will be a, a unique challenge for Jan, so it'll be interesting to see how that. Excuse me, how that does um does pan out. Excuse me. So, duh, 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 duh. so guys, I'm gonna wrap up the podcast. There's not much to. I've got 
no more chance I've got to say uh not many fights happen between now at least fights I looked at and um watched between now and the last fight UFC Vegas uh, 17 uh, whereby Wonderboy um impressed everyone everybody with his moves and how he um beat his opponent uh, Jeff Neal so not much fight not, not many fights have happened uh so just my brief sense on just what the news and the um what's been happening within the communities um since then of the uh, holiday period but someone did make a suggestion to me uh charlie and uh, it's good he is actually good that he points it out because i allow my podcast to be i wouldn't like it to be biased and one-sided and so far the, my first three episodes have been that way um so i'm gonna be looking at other fights as well from other organizations one championship is uh one of them because on Instagram, I do follow their content. They do have some really good fights that they host there. Some of their athletes have got some really good moves, spinning kicks and spinning elbows. And where they knock out their opponents just within seconds, it is, it is you know, unbelievable. So, you know, I'm going to be um, doing podcasts on um, other happenings and other, other things that are happening in MMA and beyond that in the combat sports world. So, you know, I, I like to ask in this podcast, um, do you think it's a good idea or should I just stick to the, the UFC and some better sort of content? I, you know, just because um, if, how do I say this? You know, MMA, I mean, um, people love this sport so much. I mean, over here in the UK and the US, in the Western part of the world, um, people, um, there's so much into the sport. I think on one podcast, I did hear that people love the sport so much and they love the organization, the UFC, so much. And that is such a household name, especially in the United States, that they think the name, the brand UFC itself, is the name of the sport. But actually, it's not. The name of the sport is mixed martial arts, not UFC, mixed martial arts. So that's how, you know, that's how well known the UFC is is known over here in countries like the uk the us canada but of course especially in the usa but there are other organizations out there um some which aren't around anymore such as strike force they were sort they were they they were swallowed up by the ufc i think around in 2008 or was it 2010 or so around then uh, but there are there are there are other organizations better to um one championship bare knuckle um fighting that i've just been talking about in regards to page page so now I like my podcast to be about MMA and um, combat sports, but I like it to be very neutral. Um, of course, I give my opinion, and uh, just I like, to, like I like to give like a broad spectrum about what's happening in the sport as a whole, not just what's been um, been going on in the UFC and other athletes who are related who are tied to the organization. But guys, um, you know, again, what do you guys think? Should I just keep it to the UFC or should I talk about basically everything in mixed martial arts and the um, combat sporting world as a whole? But guys, I'm going to wrap that up. My back is killing me. I'm going to have to really try and sort out a new chair to do these podcasts on so I can lean back and just dance to the camera and speak to the microphone with ease. So guys, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. If you did enjoy that, please don't forget to leave a like if you're watching on YouTube. And if you enjoy my content, please don't forget to, um, please do subscribe. Um, yeah, please do subscribe and don't forget to leave a like. You can catch me on Instagram. And my name on Instagram is IcoJarko1. On Facebook, Twitter and Parlor, my name is IcoJarko. You can also catch my podcast on Spotify, Podchaser, SoundCloud, Podbean, uh, Player FM. Um, Stitcher. I'm also now on Google Podcasts. I'm trying to sort out the um, uh, podcast for um, 
Apple iTunes because for some reason there's so much encryption on that. Um, it seems almost impossible to get my podcast on there. Um, Google Podcasts, last my checks, I think there was a bit of an issue there, but I think they sent me an email saying it had been sorted, but my podcast is now live on Google Podcasts, so I'll check and see if it's actually live. But guys, uh, yeah, if you watched to the end, thank you for listening. Thank you.